Here goes. Today, I had the pleasure of chatting with the first Croatian to complete the Triple Crown, Dina Lovacic. Gosh, I hope I didn't butcher her name too much. I even had her coach me on it before I started the recording. Hello, and welcome to Marathon Swim Stories, where we explore the human side of the superhuman feats of endurance swimmers and those who support them. I'm marathon swimmer and coach, Shannon Keegan. Having swum in rivers, lakes, and oceans all around the world, it's the waters of the Adriatic Sea around the island where her grandfather taught her to swim that are her favorite. I just love the sea. Swimming is the closest I can come to being part of it, says Dina. So she stays the course that she set as a tot, her first marathon swim as a teenager, then the pro circuit, the triple crown under her belt, she's ticking off the Ocean 7. A small hiccup in the North Channel last year won't stop her. The way that Dina describes the culture and even the solitude in being one of the only sea swimmers in her hometown of Split, Croatia, makes me want to get on a plane and visit. When travel is an option again, of course. I hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome, Dina. I'm not going to pronounce your last name. <laughs> I'll, try, I'll try in the intro. Thank you for being my guest today. I am so excited to be touching base with you all the way from Croatia. <laughs> Thank you for inviting me. <laughs> Tell us, Dina, what's your story? So uh, I'm soon to be 25 and I started with swimming like more than 20 years ago when I was around four and a half years old. Uh, I actually learned how to swim in the sea, not in a pool, as many people around the world do. Uh, so I learned how to swim uh, by my granddad, who is from one small island in, uh, in the Adriatic Sea. So in the summer, I would go there. And when I was around four, four and a half, I learned how to swim. And then my parents decided uh, to uh, enroll my older sister in swimming. And I just went, like, went along. So they were like, if one goes, <laughs> let's go with another one also, so that we can have at least a bit peace. And uh, at first it was more running around the pool and everything, but not swimming. And then I started to swim. And when I was nine, uh, I decided that I want to try open water as I always loved the sea. And I did my first 2K close to my home in a city in town called Domish. It's like maybe 20 kilometers from where I live and from there it just went on. I fell in love with it and first it was 2k, then three and a half, then five. Then when I was 13, I did my first 10k and 16k and then I, uh, I think when I was 16 or something like that, I started doing a FINA Grand Prix series so uh, when I was 18, I went also to Argentina. I did uh, Hernandarias Parana, uh, Santa Fe Coronda. Uh, I did uh, San Jean, Lake San Jean. Uh, I did uh, 
I, I don't want to pronounce in French like uh, Magog, my friend Magog. From Mecca, yeah. Uh, but <laughs> it was it was the shorter version. We didn't swim like uh, the whole length. We did, I think, uh, 34 kilometers, something like that. But uh, 14 uh, 17 one way and 17 back. Okay. And uh, Lake Kohrid uh, in Macedonia and uh, Caprinapoli in Italy. So yeah, and then uh, as Everyone saw that I was quite good in uh, cold water. It wasn't a big problem for me, even though I'm from quite warm place. Uh, I decided that I'm going to do English channel. And as uh, my, uh, my slot was in September, I was like, if I'm going to train all summer and everything, it would be a shame not to do something else. So I decided uh, to do same year, uh, other two swims for Triple Crown. So in 2017, in June, I did uh, 20 bridges. And then uh, in uh, beginning of August, Catalina and mid September, uh, we call it La Manche, like French word, but in English channel. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. uh, and then I did... Um, what year was that, that you did the whole Triple Crown all in uh, one year? 2017. Oh, so wow. I was okay. 21, yeah. Wow. And then I did uh, uh, Molokai and uh, Tsugaru. And for now, unfortunately, that's it. Well, last year wasn't very, very good one for me when it comes to oceans. It wasn't good for anyone, I don't think. Yeah. What, what, what were you planning to do last year? Uh, I was supposed to do uh, Gibraltar and North Channel. Mm -hmm. So for Gibraltar, I actually went to Spain. And the problem was that Moroccan border was closed because of Corona. Yeah. So, but at least I saw Spain. So. Uh, and for North Channel, I also, I was there and I, uh, I swam North Channel, but like five kilometers, that would be three miles from Scotland, I was pulled out because, yeah, it was, it was my day. I was oh. swimming for 11 hours, so. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Was it, it, was, like... it was very, yeah, it was very heartbreaking, especially for my mom, but yeah. But at that moment, I was like, it's, that's it. I'm not doing it anymore. Yeah, I'm, all, I'm finished with this. But like one, two days after, I was like, no, I have to show myself that it's not that I can't do it. It just, it wasn't my day. Yeah. Was it um, cold that you were pulled for hypothermia or? Um, it was a little bit everything it was that it was current it was wind yeah just yeah everything I, 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 in the end maybe the problem was that i refused to gain some some weight uh to <laughs> deal with cold because i was like no no i can do it i can do it but yeah maybe like few pounds wouldn't <laughs> wouldn't be bad Right, right. Yeah. So do you have your sights on the North Channel again soon, whenever we yeah, can travel but, uh, again? For this year, uh, I, it's uh, Gibraltar and maybe then next year uh, North Channel. I, like for North Channel, for me, training was like really hard. 
I swam in the sea uh, all year round and when it was for me really cold and when it was windy, raining, everything. And I just, I wasn't mentally prepared to go through all of that again. And like just some other things uh, in life are at the moment more important for me and I need time to, uh, to deal with that. And then I will deal with this later. Yeah. Yeah. So with your, I guess your huge resume and the long background of open water swimming yeah. since you said like 13 was your first 2k. No, yeah. It, yeah. My first 10k was 13, but I mean, Oh, that's right. 13 was your first 10k. So yeah. your first marathon was 12 was years when ago. I was nine. Yeah. Oh, so wow. like 15 years. Yeah. 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 So what's been your, what's been your favorite of all those? I mean, you did the, the Grand Prix circuit and you've done some solo, like yeah. what's your favorite? I don't have, <laughs> I don't know, uh, every, every race and crossing, it has something that, that it makes it very special. Mm. And, but uh, I have a, like a favorite place to swim. Like I always prefer sea over anything else, over pool, over lakes, over anything. And especially Croatian sea. <laughs> and especially sea uh, when you go to some uh, island that's more further away like the one where I learned how to swim so it's my favorite and because I'm still like a kid I always when I swim I look around uh, I look for a fish for a, a starfish I don't know anything that I can see so it's like always adventure for me to go swim in the sea and I don't know really <laughs> I like all of my crossings even though they were very hard and uh, uh, very challenging in a lot of ways but uh, in the end I love them all yeah yeah that's that's fair I get it (laughs) do do you like the like the competitive nature of some of the like the circuit swims well um, I used to now I'm more like doing it for myself and I'm more like swimming on my own and, you know, just for me and yeah. I don't care. I mean, it's always nice if you get a better result. Anyone who is saying no to that is lying <laughs> because it's, <laughs> it's, in a, it's in a human nature, I would say. But uh, it's just like enjoying and giving your all. And just in the end of the day that you know that you did everything that you could and that's, that's enough. Yeah. Yeah. That's been an interesting um, part of marathon swim stories for me is because even when I talk to people who are like, Oh, I'm at the back of the pack. I don't care how I do, but then they'll be like, Oh, but I, but I didn't get last. Yeah. (laughs) So it seems like it really, there really is this human nature thing. Um, And that some people, decide to you know like pioneering a new route is their way of being first (laughs) you know um it's fascinating to me though um yeah it's 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 been an interesting I guess social study not a not um, I'm a scientist by uh degree but I um yeah at this point just uh by life (laughs) just by yeah just by like living living and (laughs) investigating it's it's been um it's fascinating to me um but I think too, the self-discovery is, I guess, what I'm finding 
I guess, as a coach that I want to encourage people to do. And that's why I like talking to all different types of swimmers. Like it's, you know, and I don't know if maybe for you has there, especially as long as your career has been since you were, you know, a kid, (laughs) has there been um, like self-discovery along the way? Well, I think that um, as swimming was like main part of my life, through all my life basically and Mm -hmm. through everything that I went through to elementary school high school university now that I started to work so I think that uh, if I didn't start swimming and stayed in it I would be a completely different person Um, I think that swimming uh, taught me never to give up and that uh, no goal is too big and like just to believe in yourself and just go for it and so yeah yeah it gave me a lot it was a lot of sacrifice especially when you're a teenager and you have to say no I can't go somewhere I have to go to to training but uh, in the end I'm grateful for everything that open water gave me all the places that I saw that I wouldn't all the people that I met uh, not only internationally but here at home uh, that's just uh, I mean, even uh, Darko, my <laughs> my PhD mentor, I actually met him uh, in a kind of way because of the open water swimming. So, yeah. Yeah, I think <laughs> that's, it's great. It does um, open up. I mean, yeah, I guess it if if you allow it, I think one of my other guests was talking about that, that the opportunities that can come from it. Um, if you allow yourself those opportunities, it really is. Um, yeah. it, it's well, I yeah, I think that in a open water community, especially uh, channel swimming and similar, it's it, you can stay you you can stay away if you want. No one needs like no it's it's not that it's not allowed but if you let yourself like talk to people uh you see how many amazing people there is how many nice people and uh that can uh, help you that can teach you a lot of things like more experienced ones so i'm really very grateful for that yeah yeah, I think that, like you said, like, I mean, I've definitely gone to events and not really talked to anyone because I didn't know them and I felt awkward. Yeah. And <laughs> But this whole Marathon Swim Stories has been such a gift to me in that regard, just because it's like, I've, you know, that connection, like we're making yeah. the connection and it, and then you have, the, you realize you have this bond, like the water, you know, like it, Yeah. we all, I don't know, we all yeah. want to <laughs> be in it it's and funny. around it. Yeah, and, like people from, uh, I'm from Croatia, which is quite small country and like uh, culture, culturally very different to Western countries, especially United States, even though even in Europe, Western ones are like different. It's, it's just <laughs> different. Uh, and, but uh, even if I talk to people who are older than my uh, parents and have their own kids, grandkids, we, we have something to talk about because we have like same low towards uh, open water and uh, sea and water and everything yeah yep yeah I love it um okay so let's get back to your swims uh, okay. <laughs> you mentioned uh so the north channel heartbreaking had to be pulled yeah. <laughs> three miles from shore was is there anything yeah. else that you've not finished before uh yeah actually when I was 12 I did you were my 12 first, <laughs> <Yeah. decade ago. laughs> when I was 12 I started my I did my first started my first 10k 
but uh, I got out after five, but at the time I'm like, I'm now I'm like skinny, slim, or let's say it that way. And then uh, back then I was like, super 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 skinny <laughs> like 12 year old skinny. skinny yeah 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 I was like <laughs> but really super skinny and that day it was like really cold for Croatian summer it was maybe outside 15 celsius I don't know what's that in Fahrenheit or anything <laughs> and the sea was like maybe 18 okay. but and when you are 12 and very skinny yeah. <laughs> and that's yeah. it's like blowing cold wind and everything it's not fun but and then uh, I one year I uh, didn't finish Capri Napoli because I had food poisoning two <gasps> oh, days no. before from, <laughs> from um from uh, seafood that I ate so from then uh, I'm very careful with seafood and once I didn't finish Shohrid Lake sim- it was similar like some kind of food poisoning but mm. uh, something yeah I was throwing up so oh, yeah. yeah 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 not gonna yeah. go but, swim but all of that was devastating but yeah nothing compares to Northern <laughs> yeah yeah it's, it's a different kind Right, right, yeah. for sure. I, I did all of this before or after uh, I finished it. And so, and it was d- different. It was competitive, not, it just, it's not the same. <laughs> right, right. What was your biggest learnings from that, I guess, that not finishing the North Channel? Um, I don't know, maybe to train even harder and uh, to and just just keep going and I, I had like really amazing people around me not just my family but uh, the people from infinity crew that uh, that do crossing boat and everything and they were like just amazing support all the people uh, that I met in Donadig or something like that it's pronounced <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, they were amazing chunky dunkers yeah. uh, with who I swam there they're just amazing people and they they helped me to uh, to get through that and to see that uh, you know it's it's not the end of the world <laughs> yeah <laughs> As I thought the, 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 when I got out yeah 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 that's great the community is so key yeah. and that support yeah. Tell us about the crew. Do you usually have the same people when you go on these swims? Yeah, well, uh, as I started when I was nine, and when you're such a little <laughs> person, you can't go alone anywhere. Uh, so at the beginning, my mom went everywhere with me. Uh, then one period when I was a bit uh, older, things in Croatia, I would go with my club, where like coach would go with us and everything like that and the bigger uh, crossings uh, or swims so everything outside Croatia my mom was always there with me uh, just <laughs> it was like that and she knows me best I mean yeah she, she's <laughs> it was funny when we were in um, in Argentina in Parana in the river Parana uh, they were um, my my uh, boat that was my crew boat I don't know how now my brain is not working yeah. it was like small 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 dingy uh, dingy but it, it didn't have a motor but two two men were on a, uh, you know rowing mm-hmm. and so uh, and at one moment like they have a big river uh, boats that uh, uh, that uh, ship containers 
so it's like huge boat and we were in this and my mom and the, those two people were in, in the small boat and she she thought for a second that the big boat was coming toward us and she oh. was like I was prepared to jump between you know to stay, stay between you and the big boat I was like yeah yeah <laughs> That was same, but she's just mom, and she always says how she's scared if she blinks too long when when I'm swimming that something is going to happen in that like split second, and so she's always on the edge of the boat like looking. (laughs) Mom being mom. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. That's lovely support to have. Um, What you said, river piranha, like the fish. <laughs> uh, no, it's uh, piranha. It's a fish, but piranha. I actually got bitten by piranha in um, in the uh, river Coronda. So when I did Santa Fe Coronda, but oh uh, I I swam for like nine hours or something like that, and then in the last fifty meters, <laughs> I got bitten on my on my uh, foot. But it was like just like three drops of blood and. <laughs> I didn't lose I didn't lose my leg or anything like that (laughs) thank goodness (laughs) wow (laughs) that's um yeah so is there uh let's see I wanted to is there I guess you said there's you don't have a preference between solo swims or races they all have their own thing and there I mean so if I if I ask you if was there kind of a favorite swim do you have a favorite swim that you've done yeah I like the the one on the island where uh, my granddad is from so my dad organizes the swim each year there for oh wonderful uh, I don't want to say wrong I think 11 years or something like I think that from 2009 or something like that so it's 4.2 kilometers it's not long but yeah it's it's just it's mine that's your, right yeah it's yeah, yours I, that's awesome I just I just love it and I don't know I loved all the ocean seven swims and they all had something on, of their own in in Molokai <laughs> I almost got out like after five hours because I was stunned by uh, Portuguese men of war like all over both of my arms and both of my legs and it just hurt at my hell and I was like crying and everything but actually at that moment it was good that uh, my mom <laughs> wasn't feeling well she was actually uh, like really, really bad. Uh, she had a really bad seasickness because mm-hmm. I had uh, like three meter waves. So it would be nine feet, something wow. like that. Oh my gosh. And she was just, she was dying on a boat. Oh. <laughs> if she was okay, she would probably tell me to get out because she's mom, but she wasn't okay. <laughs> she was fighting for her whole life. <laughs> right. And so I, I just like, I was crying. It was hard, but I had amazing um, kayaker by my side, and she was just like, "You're you're doing very so well. Just like keep going, keep going. Five more minutes, ten more minutes." And so I managed to get past through that, and then I got stung like a million more times until the finish. But each time it, it hurts at last. In the end, I didn't even care. I got like stung across the face. I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> In oh the end, gosh. I saw I saw in even um, how in Molokai you, you swim by night, so uh, when sun ro- rose, I was like forty five minutes, one hour from finishing, mm-hmm. and then I started to see things around me, <laughs> and then I saw some sharks 
which we don't really have a lot of in Croatia. <laughs> so, but at that moment, I didn't care. I was like, okay, there, there, I'm going. <laughs> it, was, I'm almost there. it was all just like, yeah. But yeah, now if I saw even a bit bigger fish when I train <laughs> home, I would just go out and that's it. <laughs> but yeah, I had some some very interesting encounters of my swims but yeah but that yeah. was actually yeah but i i love that swim because first five hours um i actually struggled with also seasickness it's a bit ironic but i get like very easily seasick uh that's why we're in the state of the water I, right? <laughs> yeah and i always almost always throw up and so first five hours I was actually throwing up and I couldn't like, uh, I was really like feeling uh, very bad, like very seasick. And then mm. when I got stung, like for my body, that was the bigger problem. Yeah, so I stopped definitely. being, yeah. So I stopped, stopped being seasick. I stopped throwing up. So it was uh, actually a good thing. <laughs> and so next eight hours, I was just like really enjoying waves, swimming, everything. It was in the end, it was really good swim. That's awesome. Is there a swim that you're the most proud of? Hmm. It would be in the North Channel if I finished. <laughs> 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 yeah, that, I mean, that... I'm still proud of uh, that 11 hours. It's, it's still big, but you know, it's just, it, do, it doesn't count. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. There is no, no like, no. <laughs> No, yeah. well, you've got some pretty amazing accomplishments, I guess, surviving a Portuguese man of war sting and keeping going and then seeing yeah. sharks. I, mean, yeah, I was just... actually, I was also there lucky, like, uh, I think you did interview with uh, Linton Mortis, Mortensen, or how it's from Australia, he did mm. Ocean 7, yeah, mm. he was, uh, he did um, Molokai a few weeks before me, and he got stung by a Portuguese man of war, and he ended up in hospital. And then uh, he swam again, uh, maybe like two weeks after or something like that. But he um, he learned about the cream that you put on that prevents uh, poison from uh, Portuguese man of war to get into your blood. So oh. I was lucky to learn that on time. <laughs> so yeah. I had that cream put on me. So it just it was like just painful it wasn't that dangerous but it was very painful <laughs> wow wow yeah. that's incredible yeah what do you think it is that keeps keeps you going back for more and <laughs> uh, I, I think it's for me love uh, towards sea i just i love the sea i love everything that has to do with the sea my favorite color is blue i just <laughs> I, I i just i just i'm just like kid of the sea I grew up by the sea uh I love I love just sitting by the sea and listening to waves and smell of the salt and I don't know yeah it's just it's just part of me and I love the um adventure I love uh like um giving myself some goals and not just living life day after day same uh, and it's just it's just fun and challenging and I don't know kind of, it's just <laughs> it's just me there's yeah. nothing else yeah is there um a sea that you haven't swam in yet that you've got your eye on 
well, uh, the rest of Ocean 7 and for the other things, mm, no, not really. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have some like, yeah, I have to swim there. Yeah, I just, I, I have to say I'm, I'm a bit spoiled when it comes to sea uh, because I grew up uh, in a place that has like really nice, safe, clean sea, <laughs> or, uh, which is not um, very common, especially uh, in, in around sit- bigger towns or cities. So yeah, it's very hard to <laughs> to go above that uh, when you when you have something so nice in front of your house. So. But I, I love to swim everywhere, but I always pre- prefer sea over uh, rivers and lakes and yeah. other stuff. Yep, Dina from yeah. the sea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, how do you adapt when it, you know, you're in the middle of a swim and it starts getting hard? How do you kind of get through those tough parts? Yeah, I, uh, I learned that for me, it works the best to set like smaller goals to like just um, maybe like one more drink, like one more, one more, one more or one more hour or something like that. And that keeps me going, not like thinking I have I don't know five, ten more hours or whatever, but one more drink, one more, one more. And that that's been working <laughs> so far. It's, it's for me. The, the easiest way and the best way mm-hmm. yeah do you um I guess have you found any like hard parts in your life that you have to get through if you found like able to adapt like some of the things you've learned from swimming and you know tough swims well, to yeah. your life <laughs> in general yeah the, the same thing when I have some uh, like problems when I uh, have to do something for university uh, or anything else it's just like okay stop for a second and just like you know don't panic and go one step at a time I mean I'm in, in general I'm very laid back and my mom says that I'm like a human um, she says human normal bell it's a it, it's a manager like uh, Xanax or something to calm you down. <laughs> I'm very, she, when something bad happens, she's always like, <gasps> I'm like, okay, is it going to change if you're worried? No, so <laughs> just, oh, it's okay. So uh, I'm like that in general. So I, for me, there is no goal too big. I'm always like aiming a bit higher than what I'm actually capable of, but I think it's a, it's a good way of living to keep you on your toes and on the edge all the time because it's it just it gets boring if you are doing easy things. Right. Yep. Yep. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> um, what about when you set out to do one of these um, one of these big swims? What's how do you, what's the first thing you do? Do you, do you like already have a coach and like or do you? Um... Uh, well, at the moment I don't have a coach. I uh, swim on my own. But for many years uh, my coach was uh, Slaven Šitić, and uh, he's actually like uh, he introduced me basically to open water swimming and. Uh, he's the one of the main people who is responsible for everything that I do now and uh, his daughter Karla Shitit she was at the 2012 
Olympics in London doing 10K. So uh, one time, uh, one part of my life, she was also my coach. But in the last maybe two years, I'm doing it on, on my own. I think that kind of have a stage, background. <laughs> I know what, what, what works best for me. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's easiest for me because of my work and everything. I know how much time I have each day. So it's like easiest to to uh, get around all of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You have a lot of experience to draw from, obviously, as yeah. well. <laughs> um, do you find yourself, are you, do you think of yourself as like a process person or outcome person? Uh, what, sorry. <laughs> like, do you focus on the process of like training? Do you like, I don't know. Yeah. I like to think of like process versus outcome as like, like some people set a goal as like, and, and they yeah. really want to achieve that goal. And they're really just driven for the outcome. And they're like, along the way, they might train a little bit here and there and push themselves a little bit, but they're really just focused on doing that swim oh, versus yeah, process people. Yeah. You know, I like they it's... really, they're really regimented on their swim every day. I think it's half and half for me. <laughs> uh, like I, I, I know that I have to train, and that uh, uh, that part is uh, very important. But sometimes I'm a bit lazy. <laughs> I have to admit, or I like to sleep <laughs> and things like that. But uh, yeah, I train like uh, every day when I'm getting ready for something. Uh, but uh, in other parts of my life. Uh, I, I'm probably more process, process person because when you get to goal, it's like what now? Like it, it's yeah. it's finished. Uh, what to do now? But I'm I'm always looking forward forward to my swims, not just for a swim, but for uh, getting maybe to see some new place, meeting new people. Uh, I love I just I love traveling, and I always do like. Uh, plan for <laughs> everywhere we go and we always go uh, whenever we go we uh, leave a few days to go sightseeing after that because I mean I'm, I'm probably never going to go to Hawaii again or it's a very small chance or uh, Japan so yeah it, it was a good opportunity to see some some places like that yeah yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the travel you've been able to do is remarkable. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> Has your um, swimming technique evolved or changed at all over your very long career of swimming? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't follow. Probably is, but I, I can't say how. I was never much of a kicker. So yeah, that stayed the same. And yeah, no, no not much, I think. <laughs> That's I have like a, yeah, I have like a long stroke and not uh, not a uh, uh, high. Uh, how is uh, I don't do a lot of strokes in a minute. It's just it's a lower number. Oh, stroke rate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's that's it. I think that to yeah, me that's the it, it was the same in the beginning, similar. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You just always had a long stroke. How tall are you? Out of curiosity, uh, I'm uh, one eighty, which would be. Oh, uh, inch under six feet five oh, okay so you're tall okay yeah yeah <laughs> yeah I, I was just curious um the stroke rate thing's interesting to me when I look at like um especially with people who do the competition I feel like they end up having higher stroke rates but I'm a I'm a big fan for efficiency of 
the not kicking I'm a huge huge advocate of not kicking because it increases your heart rate it, you know like yeah. it's a good tool to have like if you need to like yeah. get through a current like to start kicking or yeah. something or pull faster but, yeah I'm, I, I'm not good at it <laughs> yeah kicking was always my like low point <laughs> in swimming so yeah yeah um how's the pandemic been for you in Croatia well, for me it was okay uh, because um, in Croatia, for people, the hardest is, hardest part is at the moment, especially that uh, restaurants and coffee shops are closed. Uh, Croatian people like to drink their coffee in coffee shops. And well, in Croatia, when you say I'm going for a coffee with someone, that means at least one, one and a half hour. It's not just like getting your coffee, I don't know, in Starbucks or something and drinking it along, along with the way. You go, you sit, you talk and talk and talk and then sip on your coffee. So, yeah, we are very social people and we like to hang out. And uh, so it, it, for, for many people, that part is been hard for me. Not so much. I don't go so much on the coffees. But yeah, it's, uh, for me, it was hard because pools were closed for two months. Yeah, they just opened last week, so that's the good part. And for my job, also, I've been working all the time because uh, I work in a, how do you call it, like social institution or something like that. I, I work in early intervention with uh, children with developmental disabilities. And we'll be working like normally, just some measures that prevent uh, spread of corona. So. And I've been vaccinated today, first oh, dose. All yeah. right. Congratulations. <laughs> so, thank you. <laughs> How's your it arm feel? Hurt, That's good. good. <laughs> For everyone. Yeah. That's good. Uh, what motivates you to keep going, do you think? Uh, for swimming or? <laughs> At all. <laughs> um, just like, um, just the, the wish to be better and to, uh, show myself how much I can do and uh, like I, I don't care <laughs> about other people I mean it's always nice when someone uh, like applauds you or tells you that you did something good but for me it's more important, important to be proud of myself and because I'm the only one who knows how much effort and sacrifice went in anything that, that I do and like even today for example that Molokai uh, uh, story about uh, Portuguese men of war sometimes I'm like hmm I'm like I actually did that like I'm, I'm proud of myself and sometimes I, I can't explain to myself how I managed to get through that and I'm like I'm proud of me but not in a selfish way but just yeah proud of me that I managed to be strong to just go go through that yeah yeah that's the part too I guess just as a as a coach that I want I want people to know like the learning what you're capable of you know and but you have to try in order to find out that you can and you'll always be able to look back on that and be proud of it and I just I just love that I love I want to empower everybody to feel that way (laughs) you know for me yeah for me it's very sad when some people that don't even uh, uh, give themselves a chance to try something because they're scared 
what if I don't uh, manage to do it? What if I'm going to be bad? What if, what if? Yeah. But for me, that what if it's the worst part because later on you are, what if I tried? Maybe I would be this, maybe I would be that. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. can't know if you don't try so. exactly yeah I think my new one of my new mottos I'm trying out is there's no success or failure there's only not starting <laughs> yeah exactly because <laughs> if you don't start you're definitely not going to find out right <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, any ideas how we could include more people in the sport uh well I would love to know the secret because uh Croatia has like um the most beautiful coastline very friendly coastline without anything that's trying to kill you or something get there. like that <laughs> yeah <laughs> very very safe seas and uh very warm seas actually compared to most of the world as in croatia i think in split where i live uh sea is the coldest uh, when it get last year it was 12 and a half celsius i don't oh, know wow. how much is that was uh, like maybe 50, for a few seven. days but I, I don't know yeah i think but it's it like 50, allowed, 58 but something yeah uh, yeah something like that and but people here don't go in and uh, unless it's like 25 <laughs> <laughs> so that's very warm yeah but uh, i yeah i would like to, to I, I don't know how to get more people, especially in Croatia, as m- many people in Croatia actually work during the summer the most, as we are a tourist destination right, and everything. Okay. So I'm very sad because we have such a nice places to do swims. And when I see some big swims where, I don't know, hundreds and thousands of people uh, come to swim and it's not so nice like here, and I'm, I'm sad that something like that, it's not happening here. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I think that uh, we need to show people how healthy this sport is, how it's not just good for uh, for your physical, but for your mental health. And it's very, for me, it's very relaxing. When I swim, there is nothing else. There is no one bothering me, my head in the water. And just, it's it's a nice place to be. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Uh, what advice would you give to an aspiring marathon swimmer? Just, yeah, to go for it, but to be aware also that not every swim is for everyone. I think that, you know, often people say like everyone can do something, but I, I don't think that some of the swims, especially some of the ocean seven swims and similar are for everyone. And people maybe should be aware of it as I think that a lot of people that do open water uh, recreationally that never train swimming like more serious, maybe try to do English channel or something and are not aware how hard (laughs) it actually is. But uh, I am always for anyone to try 5K, maybe even 10K, but for other stuff, if you are going to do it just be well prepared and well informed because uh, it's because of your health not it's not even important if you are going to finish but if you are going to stay healthy in the end right yeah Yeah. I've heard Lynn Cox mention that one too about you know like needing to make sure that yeah that the water's clean (laughs) you know and that it's safe and yeah 
Um, what marathon swimmer has inspired you? Um, I don't know. <laughs> 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 yeah, I don't have like a role model or someone uh, that I aspire to be like someone. Mm-hmm. I just I have my own hopes and dreams, and yeah. I, I always say I maybe. I love swimming, but I'm more in love with the sea than with swimming. Oh, uh, and yeah, I just, I, I actually, uh, last summer I uh, went to scuba diving uh, training. So I just, I, I love sea and I love everything that has to do with it. And swimming for me has been the way to uh, be part of it and do something fun and challenging. And we had actually Velko um, Rogošić, uh, he was an uh, open water swimmer, uh, he died, I don't want to say something wrong, like maybe 10-15 years ago, uh, he, did, uh, he did also English Channel, and uh, he was like a big name, not just in Croatia, but worldwide, oh, so he's someone that many people compare me to, but... Uh, <laughs> I, I want to be my own person. Yeah. Yep. I appreciate that. Do you think you'll ever try to pioneer any routes or anything around Croatia in um, this beautiful sea? <laughs> well, I actually tried one uh, that actually Velko Rogosic pioneered in 75 or something like that. I'm eight. I'm not sure. Uh, but uh, I swam from an island called, called Vis. Uh, we had like these uh, three big islands in uh, in front of Split that are like most famous ones here. And I've swum from there. It was 54 kilometers. Oh, wow. But yeah, I, I forgot to say that when you asked me about not finishing, uh, yeah, I probably suppressed that it was like PTSD. <laughs> yeah, uh, but uh, two kilometers before the finish, so like bit more than one mile uh, yeah i had to get out because we have um like in english channel in the north channel in i don't know any big channel in the world you have currents actually tides that are very predictable like maybe one year ahead and in croatia you have tides that are not predictable even one hour ahead mm-hmm. so yeah i was just like swept away and oh, at that no. time I was very tired and maybe it was a mistake but because it was very hot outside and the sea was very hot so probably just everything came together and yeah I could see like mm. the finish lines I could see oh, the God. the how do you say uh, on the boats on the sailboats that thing is the mast yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> and yeah it just it didn't happen <laughs> Yeah, that was also next to North Channel, the most devastating yeah. moment of my life. Yeah, do you think you'll do that one again? Uh, I don't know. For now, no. <laughs> Maybe, and uh, yeah, I don't know. It sounds like Maybe the water was day. really warm, you said? Yeah, it was very, very warm, and outside it was like super, super, super hot, and oh. yeah, that was a mistake. And uh, if I ever going to do it again, I will probably swim earlier or later in a year. So when mm-hmm. it's uh, when it's colder, and maybe uh, during the night. So I don't know. We will yeah. see. 
Yeah. yeah. Croatian sea is very complicated when it comes to <laughs> currents and <laughs> things like that. Yeah. For, for big swims, you think? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Wow. I just love your story. Thank you so much for sharing it with us, Dina. Thank you for inviting me. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed today's interview. More than just a podcast, did you know that you can watch Marathon Swim Stories on YouTube? Or join us. We meet on Tuesdays at 5.30 a.m. Pacific, 8.30 a.m. Eastern, 13.30 GMT. Check out intrepidwater.com forward slash Marathon Swim Stories to see who's up next. Thank you for listening.